I think one must uh, definitely understand the values of each and every technicians who work for a dance drama production. You need to sit from the scripting to you know getting music done, getting to production for the production. How many artists you need? What kind of lighting you need? Makeup, costume, everything is a you know ballpoint. You need to make a note. You need to write a charter. Uh, if you have to have a successful uh, dance drama. Welcome to Indian Artpreneur. I am your host Shwet Nag. Before we begin today's episode, I want to tell you a quote by Albert Camus, a French philosopher and an author. He said, "It's not the struggle that makes us artists, but art that makes us struggle." On today's episode, we have a very special guest Shekhar Rajendran, who is an ace Bharatanatyam dancer, choreographer, actor and an art promoter who has performed on various stages in the US, Europe, Southeast Asia and Australia. He has also performed in the presence of the King of Ipoh Malaysia and the Wadiyars of Mysore. Shekhar has not limited his passion to dance. He won the Guinness Book of World Records participating in longest variety show of 100 hours. He is also very popular and sought after for his vivid costumes, exceptional makeup, light design and stage design. So, let's talk to Shekhar Rajendra. Welcome to Indian Artpreneur. Hello and thank you so much Vetnak for inviting me for this beautiful platform called Artpreneur and I'm very excited and looking forward to have a beautiful conversation with you. Uh what okay. made you inclined towards dance at a very early age? Well, uh, I think uh, dance is something uh, very close to my heart. I think it's today it's become my uh, blood and sweat. Um if you just uh, ask me this question how dance you know got into me or how I got inclined uh, into dance is a very uh, uh, heart touching story that I have to you know share with you all. um uh, firstly um, uh, i come from a background where we all uh, are from farmer uh, you know agriculture background so we do not have any inclination or my parents or the ancestors where i come from do not have any clue of music dance you know sanskrit shlokas nothing all right so uh, i have to be i i'm a you know destined child you know chosen by god saying that the somebody from the family has to be you know taking up art and uh, that's how i uh, got into this uh, beautiful uh, art form called bharatanatyam one of the uh, topmost classical uh, dance forms of india uh, uh, just to give a prelude to this i think uh, my mother you know who is uh, who's also a non dancer she's never learned she has no clue of music or dance or anything as such i think somehow she kind of uh, figured out that i am uh, into jumping and kind of moving my hands and gestures and which she termed you know to be a, probably a dance that he liked to do and uh, she didn't have any sources to go for and approach people that how could i you know put this child who is kind of somewhat talented i know but i do not know which form where whom do i approach because i have no background and no clue and i think um, one of my neighbors who's close by uh, uh, told us that you know why don't you approach to a school nearby they teach some kind of dances there why don't you check there and that could help you to understand what he's actually looking for that's how it began nashwetnag and uh, she was the one who kind of introduced uh, me to this uh, dance form 
and she took me to the school there i think i was just then four and a half five years old um, where i think i was not given the admission because i think back then the rules was that you need to be seven and seven plus years of age right because mm. that's when uh, uh, the students who are going to learn have some kind of uh, maturity in terms of understanding what the teacher teaches and also it also helps the students in a body uh, t- typically for the flexibility or the bones you know everything matters it has to be very gentle and fragile at that age so they want to be very exactly. careful so i think 7 plus years was the age they they kind of gave admissions uh, but i was sent back home they said no he's pretty young for the class and uh, we are not going to admit him and my mom and me were a little disappointed and think we came back home and we, we kind of uh, reached out a couple of people more where else that they could admit us Uh, i think we then we got another contact where we could go and te- uh, speak to the teacher there again she had to send us back <laughs> we came with the same disappointment saying that you know we cannot uh, get admissions i think i waited for two more years i think i was seven close to seven years uh, that's when i reached out to uh, the same school where i had initially gone and uh, luckily mm-hmm. and i was really blessed they gave me admissions and today i'm here as a dancer and talking mm-hmm. in front of If we look at the millennials born between 1977 to 1995, that generation I'm talking about, we were caught okay. up in the sudden wave of IT boom. So, if one okay. have had to perceive, uh, you know, a career in arts, there are essentially two components. One, parent support, as you rightly mentioned. Now, it was your mother who pushed or helped you to b- bring that support to you. The second is the strong will of the student itself. Uh, seems like correct, you correct. had both, but how did you manage to convince <laughs> yourself that dance is the right choice for you? Oh, I think that is uh, a very big question to people who were in that era. You know, mm-hmm. when IT was booming. You know, especially uh, being a, a boy. You know, you have certain stereotype of jobs, certain stereotype of education that you have to do it right. I think we all have gone through the grind. You know, okay, you're going to become an engineer, or you're going to be a doctor. you know you need to be a ca that is what i think we all have grown up you know people around us always been talking about it i think our seniors were also uh, in this mode where you know education is very important which is very true i i do agree that but uh, like i told you earlier i think the family that i come from is also not very uh, very qualified in education as well uh, we didn't have any doctors nor engineers in my family line so though it was uh, very uh, pressurizing for the parents because of society that you know we need to also educate our kids uh, for a better prospect in life but unfortunately yeah. we were not financially strong you know and i was very well aware about, about this and saying okay i am not going to be an engineer for doctor for sure because you need lot of uh, initial you know funding for me to at least to apply for those you know kind of uh, education so i in fact uh, when i was uh, doing my 8th 9th and 10th grade only i kind of uh, let go that kind of dream i said okay my dream is not so big i want to just become a commerce graduate get into some kind of a profession and make my living mm. okay uh, and also culturally uh, we were not aware that you know dance could also give us uh, earning and that is also can be career you know that is something that uh, we were not very uh, very much told and we didn't have any any kind of examples you know like okay there is somebody so and so is working and earning you know through dance and making their li- living while right. there were a lot of uh, teachers you know senior uh, artists were making their livelihood through dance but probably that was not uh, you know strongly given to us as a, as a information 
So that was a drawback for me. And I could not uh, understand, yes, dance can be career. And of course, the education is the only thing that I can fall back. Uh, that's how my journey took off. And uh, like I was just telling the male stereotype jobs, and I was also bullied by my own cousins, my own family members saying that, what could your son do? You know, I mean, end of the day, after 10th, he might even not even clear his 10th. And all that he will do is he'll going to bring you all back to streets. Mm. So look at what you want, you know, so better put him into education, stop all this kind of dancing. I think it's going to make nothing and more into uh, this one of female oriented you know, performances. I don't think so. This guy can do anything as such. What are you talking about? You know, and, uh, you know, that kind of, you know, situation, I think uh, it kind of make you stronger. Mm. Uh, you know, saying that, no, I need to stand back and show these people that I have to achieve something. Mm. Uh, right. And uh, that is what uh, kind of stood up in my mind and said, OK, Shaker, you have to prove these people uh, wrong uh, mm. and prove yourself right. That what decision that you're making as a dance, as your career or your passion, you know, uh, you need to stand by it and make your education also part of your life. So you, your dance one side and your education one side has to parallelly travel. Ensure, you know, that you make your dreams meet mm. and ensure that your family is standing up in the society well, you know, in, in a high position. So mm. that is a big, a very big challenge, Shwetnang. I think it is not only for me. I think everybody has this kind of uh, stories to fall back. Uh, but it is it was a very tough time for me to, uh, you know, fight back uh, to people uh, from uh, coming from a background where there's nobody into music, dance or any such culturally oriented people and convince them saying that I am following my passion and I love dance. That gives me happiness. And through that, I'm able to make people happy as well. It took it took almost for me 25 plus years to convince that. You know, even today, if you ask me, I think uh, not, a, not every male dancer is so, uh, you know, accepted in society, mm. right? Uh, they've been, you know, called different names. They've been tagged with different, uh, you know, signs because they cannot, uh, they're not as the other man. Mm. Which is something is very questionable. It, it leads to a lot of argument, and uh, we all know that you know it is uh, it, it does not it does not have any kind of answer because it just leads into a lot of argumentation from two parties. Why? Because I would say this is what the best, and somebody says no, that is not the best for a man. Mm. But I would like to ask people who's decided that you know man has ABC kind of job profile and he is to do only this, and women only has to do this. It's only we, right? We created you know, God. Is not and I, I think one more one one thing here uh, also in the society is uh, if you take up a job, especially in IT or any other sector, even in banking for that matter, join like a clerk and you become a head clerk and then you become assistant branch yeah. manager, senior branch manager, yeah. chief manager. These hierarchies indicate somehow the material growth of uh, of an individual and somehow, unfortunately, the society has tied up. I think uh, that's the only way to grow. And unfortunate it is that uh, for dancers, the growth has only been the number of claps or number of fan followers that you accumulate. And it is, is not counting the whole. Uh, Absolutely. And uh, like rightly pointed out, see, these professions have the hierarchy in growth. Okay, next year is going to become this. Uh, thereafter, next year, he's going to grow into manager and, and so on. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, dance does not have that kind of a you know, growth. All that we see people is that you see it's a performance. Uh, that you have to keep giving even at your 50s, 60s, you have to keep engaging yourself with the audience. Performance has to go on. People has to accept you. So there is always that grind that you go through that, you know, you need to keep yourself fit. You need to keep yourself updated. You need to keep yourself, 
you know innovative creative who who has this uh, you know beauty of uh, you know uh, you know living than this art form you know people are into right what do you say yes yes i totally agree with you. <laughs> and and it is not everyone's yeah. cup of tea because many people i know uh, like yes. to just uh, keep on doing on what they learn 10 years and they are they close their doors they hardly read books they enjoy watching tv and go to bed and uh, i think artists cannot do that because the moment they do that uh, they can forget their career in, in that field Yes, <laughs> very true, very true. That's that's the end of the career. So you have to be always innovative, creative, to keep up, you know, with the trend, and you have to keep up with the society, the messages, and a lot of things have evolved over the period. I think uh, as an art form itself, it's have grown over the years, and people have, uh, you know, gone from uh, dancing locally to now it's been international platform. People are making names, a lot of awards. a uh, good remunerations and i think the whole thing is uh, the perspective of uh, art form has its, uh, has itself changed i mm. think we are very very glad i think uh, we need to thank at this point of time to all the senior gurus teachers uh, you know art patrons uh, historians and musicians who have taken this art form not only limited to their own house and they have taken it beyond you know beyond centuries beyond creed caste i think it's kind of grown over the time and i think uh, it's a brilliant experience to be here as a dancer and speaking in front of you while i'm still a, a corporate employee i still work for an mnc but i still feel this is the field that gives me more of happiness joy and mm-hmm. uh, the content you know that you're living uh, your life is a content uh, once you do this i think this is what i get while i get a monetary benefit in a corporate field yeah uh, but the satisfaction uh, there's something called self satisfaction right uh, yes, that's yes, where yes. this art field <laughs> uh, gives gives to you and uh, yeah i'm i'm pretty much uh, you know happy here uh, while the question still uh, remains that uh, during that period during the it boom why what happened how strong i was yes i was very very determined uh, i have to meet those two corners uh, while one is in a dance profession one is one is on your career profession i worked as a part timer made my living took my fees from my uh, you know my working and paid my dance class fees took my you know part time job paid my college fees and mm. i had to balance the equation at family because it was very difficult uh, like i told you we are not from a very you know great background to you know support my whole family so i had to do my uh, living and working at a very very young age and uh, i'm very proud of myself i am a self made man today uh, mm. i feel though my parents have supported as best as they could Uh, i yes. think beyond that i think it was my uh, step that i had to take forward if i have to prove myself right in the society uh, it's not the truth to prove anybody wrong shwetnag i would want to stress on this point to prove yourself what you take a decision and what you do is your own responsibility and you are the sole and whole reason for your life and career is what i would uh, strongly vouch for okay. i totally agree with you i mean that's how it should be uh, <laughs> and 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 coming to one question you know uh, when you were young yeah. what was what yeah. in dance did you enjoy the most in contrast with what you enjoy now all right so i think um, uh, it's a very beautiful question you know say as an as a dancer when you're growing up of course you would uh, you know start admiring your teachers your seniors you know how they you know perform and the practice because you would have been still learning the base Basics, right? So you want to be there. When would I go and perform that kind of character, or when would I be able to do that kind of a dance with a group? 
uh, it's very uh, scintillating and you know uh, very beautiful to watch your uh, teacher and the seniors you know performing or trying to practice in front of you uh but for me the the most and the, the beautiful part of the dance form was uh the abhinayam so what we call the uh you know expressions yes right so that was more touching to me because how a person could make me cry while i'm just observing my teacher she could just make me you know fall you know like my god she could really move me into tears by just portraying a simple character how when she can use that tool called abhinayam and she can move into tears and what kind of power that has right it's not easy you can you know to make people laugh or cry is the most toughest thing uh, in the world i believe so that was very easy uh, through this dance form uh while the other aspect is called uh, the you know nritta which we term more of a pure dance which has more of a geometrical bharatanatyam is made more into geometrical lines while that is also quite tough to maintain your lines and yet be graceful and yet be you know uh, convincing your character that you play i think abhinayam was a very very intricate part that i loved the most and i think today also i'm, I'm practicing as much as i can to convince my own self and uh, the people that i portray these characters uh yes. it's very very uh, amazing uh, uh you know routine that you need to do abhinayam because uh, at a young age you know you would not be able to feel how a uh, 50 years old or 40 years old man could feel the emotions right because yeah. there's a different age that you go through different uh, experiences in life exactly that was very very challenging yeah and uh, i think uh, i was blessed enough to have very good teachers uh, who gave me that wonderful opportunities to play such roles Uh, mm. or the characters that i have uh, through the you know i could express through emotions and mm. it was a beautiful experience i think abhinayam is what i'd love to uh, you know pond on uh, how long uh, you know you mentioned about uh, practice you know uh, how long are your practice sessions uh, generally uh, i think in the beginning of my uh, you know career or life what mm. happened was it was more into just going to you know school after school you have to go to tuition tuition then you go back have to go back to dance class probably only had 2 hours of class that's all it was limited to and mm-hmm. um, then you have to come back home and you know uh, recall what happened and then go next day the routine starts as usual uh, mm-hmm. that is a typical um, cycle of uh, you know uh, youth in our country uh, but i was little different there because uh, uh for me the 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 part was going to school finishing my school coming back then doing my homework at home because we didn't have uh, as much as financial support for tuitions uh and again uh, i had to go back to my uh, dance institute walk all the way and we didn't have any kind of commuting facility uh, i didn't have anything then though we have this local uh, transport buses at, at this point yes here and there i have to take the buses or most of the time i have to walk to my dance class around mm-hmm. uh, Two to three miles, mm-hmm. okay. And thereafter, uh, then you come back uh, from class, and then you get do your homework and get back to bed. I didn't have a place to practice at home. Okay. Just imagine how that could be. I mean, when you get back home, there was no place uh, even to you know uh, stand and recollect what happened in the class. I mean, we were living in a very uh, in a small uh, house, which was just living, sleeping, and you know, uh, surviving. but it didn't have space to for you to even move around jump around and show your you know uh, practice as such so that was uh, a very uh, uh, you know kind of i mean it was a different experience but i had to just all that i had to do is challenge my brain remember the, what happened the previous day get back to the school the next day 
recall before the class starts and then have to you know uh, produce in front of my teacher that was a bit challenging i think i fairly uh, got some beatings up with the teacher because of you know uh, you don't uh, come prepared because you don't remember things and yeah i was i was a kid uh, as everybody i also wanted to play around you know had that time of you know going uh, you know uh, working i mean sorry studying and doing a lot of things so here and there i have also been uh, gone through that kind of beatings my teachers and getting corrected um it took a lot of time for me to come out of the situation we didn't have space to practice as such uh, and now as the years have passed by uh, still you know uh, i have my own institute ra- now i run my own okay. studio so that's mm-hmm. where i practice uh, uh, when i get time off but otherwise more of what uh, as such practice you know per se i don't have the spacing in my uh, locality that i could dedicate that space for me to go and rehearse all that i do during my dance hours only we rehearse uh, but uh, now things have changed what happens as you grow and mature while we are practicing for any kind of productions or dance practice itself we give that 100% and ensure that you perfect and you come back home so it nearly takes around 3 to 4 hours weekends mm-hmm. i spend a lot of time it goes up to sometimes the whole day around 8 mm-hmm. hours we do practice in between short breaks Uh, mm-hmm. so things have changed but i think now the younger kids the new generation that's come in uh, do not have some of patience and they're all tied up with a lot of other commitments and giving time for uh, this kind of cultural activity is very very uh, limited to 1 hour 1 and a half hour maximum mm-hmm. i think that's the way life has taken ahead but uh, yeah we have no choice but we have to live with the fact and yes. coach these kids uh, to take it ahead yes now you 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 had such a difficult time you know uh, practicing with all the busy schedule and everything um, i i know you would uh, have got several recognitions and awards and everything but what's that do you recall any particular recognition that really you felt ah my hard work is paid off with this recognition is it from your parents is it from your guru do you, can you tell us something about it Oh my god i think rewards and recognition if you want to really quote it for me i yeah. think the the best thing is the appreciation from your teacher and your parents is the first reward and recognition that you would want for you will you know you will die for it you know mm-hmm. uh, i think uh, I, nobody can say you know otherwise if you ask me because i think everybody right every kid at home as soon as he does something obviously he look forward his mother and father right say hey, wow yes. good job and agree you are you know the pat on the back and that is that's how it comes from the home right mm-hmm. and uh, likewise i was also very very uh, eager and anticipating uh, uh, that kind of smile on my parent especially my mother or my teacher you know what shaker you've done a fantastic job you've been going in the right path great um, that is the toughest thing also to get you know typically <laughs> they don't want to because you know yes. they like you know if i do this to this kid i think he is going to have two horns on his head so let me put him down and that's also teaches you to be grounded you see yes. so uh, i think my pa- my mother was all the biggest critic uh, mm. she always said you know what have you done you know look at your face in the in the video look at this you know the way you're sitting you know it's not great you did not do good job look at the other person how well they've been trained and they're getting uh, performance so well and why aren't you doing well I even mm-hmm. now even I performed today she is the first thing come on the stage she'll just say you know what he was bad he'll she, he'll tell in front of everybody in front of my teacher what kind of role okay. this guy is doing why did he give him you know yeah <laughs> that's how uh, she is very candid about her uh, experience but i know mm-hmm. behind that she goes and tells her friends and family you know what they come and tell wow you have such a lucky child 
look at him how well he had performed and we are really moved to you know tears and uh, she feels very proud and happy i know that but in front of she never told me any time likewise my teacher also has always been the biggest critic and who's been really uh, one who's grounding me always uh, he's also he's never ever told me shaker has done a fabulous job not he's a fantastic dancer till date i am craving for that one uh, word from him uh, <laughs> uh, but he's always though i get lot of uh, you know amazing uh, art patrons coming all around me taking pictures talking to me you know having to understand how i come so far probably through my uh, abroad shows or local shows uh, but i always keep looking at my teacher's eyes is he happy is he going to come forward and tell me you know what shaker you done a good job i think uh, Uh, that is what is the biggest reward and recognition if you ask me i'm still looking for uh, apart from that of course you get a lot of uh, great organizations uh, mm-hmm. and great uh, you know uh, schools from different uh, countries have recognized me for various uh, aspects of my uh, dancing i'm very thankful to uh, each and everybody for taking that uh, initiative recognizing me uh, and giving that uh, kind of a, you know award uh, i would not call a award it more of you uh, know hard you are uh, kind of a appreciation you know for mm-hmm. your hard work for all that you have gone through uh, it is beautiful i still recall every moment uh, whenever i received uh, these honorariums uh, through mm-hmm. different organizations i'm thankful uh, i think everything is memorable if you ask me I, i would not want to call this is the best moment that's the best thing and not for the uh, saying that you know i've done i've achieved my best it is not for that okay. it is only for that they they realize okay this guy has come forward so long and he's still pursuing it and he's got the talent that's how they they look up and they give to you know that is what i feel most happiest uh and not by just saying i've achieved there's nothing a day i've got oh i've done my job great no mm. as an artist i think you know nobody is satisfied with their work they always want to keep striving they always want to keep you know uh, benchmarking themselves with the next and next always i think for me uh, i don't have anything to say uh, this is the best performance of the day or my mm. career no everything i've done as much as i could do to the best of my knowledge but i have still long way to go oh that's fantastic <laughs> uh, now coming to the dance exams you know um, comes from our daily life as well that uh, academics especially pushing us to do certification you finish your puc you have your degree as a certificate because you ultimately have to get a job but how how does this what's your opinion about uh, having certification in dance or masters uh, in dance what how should a student go about it according to you oh i mean it is uh, it is very very important i think today's generation needs to know this information thanks for bringing out uh, on this forum uh, shwetnag uh, it's very essential uh, for people to know because all that uh, in the years past people have thought okay dance is just a time pass just you know my kid has to be fit and fine i think she is at home rather wasting time i would want to put into some school get 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 themselves busy for some some days mm-hmm. yeah if she is wanting to continue let us see after her graduation and marriage and so on so if it's a girl if it's a boy it's up to him whether he wants to work and then it's up to their choice but dance was not in the forefront of anybody's uh, life as a career okay mm-hmm. so that is what people always say okay fine because you don't have anything there's nothing that you have a proof if you do a qualification they will get a job like you know it companies will call you or a banking sectors will call you there's nothing as such um, uh, so called uh, market you know for right. people to go so people did not take this as a major job but of course people uh, who are left only with this because of their financial or probably their passion was so hard 
they took up this uh, you know dance and they kind of uh, came together some kind of syllabus to where they put together things and they thought we can try and examine ourselves and see where we can reach higher and higher uh, that's how this uh, exam concept or a graduation concept like you call ba in dance ma in dance mfa in dance uh, mm-hmm. slowly evolved over the years of time and now i think across the globe lot of universities uh, do uh, facilitate this online courses they have distance education they also have uh, courses uh, at their universities uh, very very recognized universities are uh, doing such a wonderful job uh, and uh, having said that uh, from our own state karnataka where i belong to we mm-hmm. do have uh, karnataka state education examination board which is mm-hmm. which is the conduct the public examination right mm-hmm. so while they do an academic side they also conduct exams for uh, dancers uh, mm-hmm. musicians and uh, other uh, allies of dance forms so mm-hmm. they have brought out this uh, you know exam called the junior senior and you know vidwat so it's mm-hmm. like a you know grade like you finish at 10th and then go to 12th and then go to graduation uh you do that kind of course a uh, lot of our seniors uh, gurus teachers have come along and they put a syllabus into place and mm-hmm. there's a proper system in place that you need to learn it not only mm-hmm. teaches you uh, just as a as an education it teaches you discipline right because mm-hmm. if there's nothing uh, structured and people would not you know value it and they would not know how to take it ahead so people mm-hmm. had brought this value structure in together and mm-hmm. the people now uh, start uh, getting this very seriously and they're finishing their courses duly and certified by the government okay mm-hmm. and uh, they get certificate and uh, beyond that they also have this the ba courses from the universities our own bangalore university has it tamil nadu has a lot of universities uh, up north also they have a lot of universities and abroad london university there are many universities new york also has education mm-hmm. you know in dance makeup you know staging and all of that so ma in dance and we also have uh, master of fine arts also is going on people do phd's now Mm. all right and there are a lot of people qualified into this and while this is education is become very strong in the in this form as well the next generation is getting much better and stronger theoretically mm. uh you know you get to understand the system in place and you will be able to put into action mm. so that is very important i think uh, it's it's coming at a very nominal fee and the people are okay. able to very well fair marks uh, mm. but if you ask me the the second question would would they get any kind of jobs uh would it fetch any kind of you know uh you know life you know saving uh, thing it does in in the way of of course you can be a dance teacher uh, for a lot of studios uh, in the country uh, mm. you can have your own studio yourself you can open up and you know teach impart knowledge that you have mm. gained uh, then also uh, some universities like you know this bangalore university here reva university or jain college lot of colleges in bangalore i'm just naming a few Uh, yeah. where they also uh, give uh, you know jobs for teachers as a professors dance professors you know yeah. um, they also go as a part time professors consultants so they do now now jobs are also getting into you know on a bigger stream so i think uh, yeah and you know what the best part lot of communities uh, in organizations also kind of creating small kind of job fairs uh you know job uh, in opportunities not only in the uh, urban uh, but also in the rural areas they can still mm. go as an examiners we do all get calls as an examiners paper correctors mm. you know a lot of things are changing like i said okay. no things are changing things are evolving i think one must have to take it uh, for them to be not only as qualified but you need to know the roots so for that i think uh, the exam makes much more stronger 
gives you more confidence in your uh, profession you know mm. yeah um coming to you know one of the points you were mentioning so i thought i should ask this question um uh, as you said that there will be some kind of uh, production design kind of topics in this master of fine arts you know uh, kind of subjects um, if uh, a student who has completed uh, senior or vidvat exam have traditionally learned various um, uh, mudras hastas and you know all these uh, dance uh, intricacies inside a dance however mm-hmm. um, you have worked with production design and you have also worked with various directors uh, to begin with can you elaborate on uh, the process of not only just the dance and how does all the elements like the sound makeup light etc go hand in hand you know how 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 do you explain it to a dancer who has who has not undergone that course in a very simple words you know absolutely i mean i would be more than happy to share this because this is my uh, another uh, you know stream that i love to and i'm into that and uh, so what i do is uh, uh, like like everybody else in the beginning of my dance path i was also not uh, introduced to this production and pre production post production which they call today which we were not very aware about so what happens is our job was only to go learn dances dance pieces when i say uh, certain yeah. compositions we used to learn and uh, present it as a dancer that was the idea that we had okay that you learn some compositions written by great scholars and you kind of present as a dance pieces and come back mm. recite those pieces mm. while that was happening uh, i was also exposed to this uh, dance drama uh, back then they were not calling productions they were called dance drama or a ballet you know mm. as such so that was more into doing mythological stories like you know mm. a piece of ramayana or piece of mahabharat or some uh, elements of you know uh, ramayana gita upadesham so things were like that you know there's take take, take some elements uh put across to this uh, you know public i had the yeah. uh, question think what is the uh, difference of this and uh, you know performance why do we do a dance drama while we are yeah. called dancers and dance is what you know our uh, mainstream uh, but it was told yeah. to me that yes it was told to me that you know uh, our natya shastra that is our uh, the main source of knowledge that we all get from is written by yeah. uh, bharata Uh, mm. you know natya shastra is like a bible if you have to say simple words so mm. there it is very clearly classified you know your dance mm. drama and music mm. okay. all these three has to go in hand in hand for you need to be a complete artist okay right so while people chose uh, they took dance and uh, for dance music is important they aligned together people took mm. drama and music together so it became like theater and dance right mm. Uh, it became to a different uh, thing and people are con- doing that while mm. uh, as dancers we all, we also have dance drama so while in mm. doing uh, theater uh, we use a lot of dance movement or while using dance uh, you know song or a movement we also use some element of drama which can add mm. flavor and you know can attract people or they can understand the storyline much more easier for them to know okay this is what happened somewhere there is a storyline of dancing you know there's a movement happening so that's how dance drama came into picture for me and i could just see then okay there's a different lighting aspect involved in it mm. okay well dancing is different lighting but when you do dance drama there's a different lighting and they this have different kind of makeup because you need to do a character representation if i'm doing a rama as a storyline i have to be dressed up like a rama with having the attributes of rama it might be my external uh, appearances and in, in, internal uh, feeling also be like a rama so that was something very very beautifully told to me 
and i was uh, amazed by that uh, experience of doing a dance drama production and mm-hmm. we did a lot of mythological uh, productions uh, uh, from different directors uh, from our country i worked with a lot of uh, you know senior teachers gurus who have given me immense knowledge um, mm-hmm. and that's how the journey began but to just to lately if i have to just talk to you about our recent dance drama production that we have been doing uh, mm-hmm. with my guru uh, dr sanjay shantaram Uh, who is mm-hmm. one of the uh, exceptional uh, you know dance drama director i must say because he's mm-hmm. been not only doing the mythological stories but also he's uh, experimenting on uh, this uh, fictitious character or a uh, uh, broadway kind of you know productions more of a fairy tales to meet the current generation as well mm-hmm. so that gave me a wider spectrum to understand how differently lighting can be done what are the costumes that you need to invest time on your costuming your makeup your designing of the stage craft everything came into a bigger uh, system so yeah. i realized uh, being an artist as a dancer your job is to just go okay if i'm been called for a production shaker that you're playing a role of rama all the rest do in the beginning of my career was just go okay play the character come back home i never even took uh, or other it was not so important for me to know what happens behind the screen what happens mm. you know after the production we were not much because there were a respect to people to do the job right so we were yeah okay we just go do our part do good and come back that was needed because this they tell them okay you know why we are there are people here you can go back after class that is a very limited time and we used to come back but mm. once you realize that this gives you much more insight to what happens on the stage i think i gave a lot of uh, focus and interest talking to those uh, technicians and understand how do you do this lighting why the so and so light is used here why the spots are used here how does the stage has been designed you know mm. and that interestness started growing so much that i want to know how the makeup is been done for each character so go and you know look at my makeup artist oh he is doing a different makeup for her and him and i then i come back to costuming every character had a different costume so mm. that kind of opened up lot of avenues for me to explore and uh, gave a new perspective a new respect to the art form because it is not only limited to just dancing an artist also needs to know the uh, entire you know gamut of what you are into only then mm. you can be a complete artist and you can give more than 100% for your job so i think one must uh, definitely understand the values of each and every technicians who work for a dance drama production it is not easy or not limited only to go rehearse you know uh, produce what they taught you and come back would not make you a better dancer because tomorrow you want to go to be a teacher you want to be a guru later and you need to know everything you need to sit from the scripting to you know getting music done getting to production for the production how many artists you need what kind mm. of stage you need what kind of lighting you need makeup costume everything is a you know ball point you need to make a note you need to write a charter Uh, yeah. if you have to have a successful you know uh, dance drama you know portrayed on the stage otherwise uh, then there is no you know element in it and it will die absolutely and we we'll start respecting everybody you we'll start respecting each others you know uh, work very well because otherwise typically we sit and say you know i'm a, i'm a hero of the play i all i, uh, I do is that i just go you know do my role and come back and you will never uh regard uh, a technician or even a spot boy or even a makeup touch up artist you might be there you know what his a his a role behind me yeah that is what is going to happen unless you learn the art completely so you need to give yourself 
uh, been lucky enough, Shweta, uh, I would like to you know share that my uh, uh, you know smallest thing that I'm you know I'm been uh, doing. I have been very mm-hmm. fortunate to work with amazing gurus and teachers, uh, like I told you earlier, with the uh, you know come by. But mm-hmm. uh, especially my teacher, uh, Sanjay. he has been one uh, person who has experimented on me a lot of things and given <laughs> me a challenge saying that what is that you know you can do shaker uh, and has always put me to the corner and say you know you can't do this and i have always uh, fought back and i said sir i would want to uh, prove myself right and i want to justify the role that you have given to me uh, i have said a lot of uh, mythological characters and also fictitious characters from the new you know era productions like we have done uh, just to name a few like lion king we have done little mm-hmm. mermaid the beauty and the beast these are all the broadway shows that we see you know uh, in us uh, we have tried to uh, kind of replicate similarly into our uh, adapt to the indian version and we have you know been doing that been very well received by the audience they love the way we been you know casting uh, such productions uh while we are uh, equally appreciated for our mythological uh, stories social messages you know um, it's very well received uh, i'm been uh, playing lot of uh, anti hero or i can call negative uh, roles uh, and also been given some challenges to play uh, the hero roles uh, mm-hmm. i mean i would uh, not limit saying this is the uh, only two roles that i would want or i would i've been doing i even stood by as a stage uh, and just even done a flag hoisting Mm. you know such so roles also have that uh, <laughs> yeah because it is it is important for you to play everybody's character and understand how uh, essential that role in a in a production and mm. uh, it should not limit yourself only to be the top uh, role and it can be any role that given to you i've done that and uh, trying to still achieve uh, make myself more comfortable into it by understanding uh, each and every time i talked a lot of my seniors talked to my uh, technicians sit with them i understand uh, each and every bit they do i think that is what has given me a uh, uh, wider uh, you know knowledge of what it is important to be a artist as an artist you haven't limited yourself to dance but you have a, you know exhibited strokes of genius in costume design makeup the extent that yeah. local media has covered you and you know uh, interviewed you personally i am your biggest fan the way oh. you do the uh, design and i mean be it swami vivekananda be it uh, raghavendra swami how do you uh, where did this idea come and how did you go about it oh thank you firstly uh, for liking uh, my work uh, shwetnag and secondly i am not a genius i mean i might be very uh, you know honest here i am still struggling and you know working towards the the biggest goal uh, So Shweta, like you just mentioned, how costuming or things came uh, into my existence was, uh, like I told you, while I was observing the 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 entire uh, gamut of things happening in this dance circle, I realized that uh, somewhere uh, the we call it as a ahari abhinaya. Okay, so in abhinayam, when we do expressions or when you display some kind of emotion, uh, we do have like sattvic abhinaya, vatsik abhinaya. ahari abhinaya angika abhinaya so it has different uh, connotations for each of these abhinayas but uh, i would like to talk about ahari abhinaya which is uh, people have assumed or people have uh, uh, most of them have kind of uh, thought it's only about jewelry wearing mm-hmm. ornaments and performing is called ahari abhinaya mm-hmm. or just a dance that is dance mm-hmm. just dancing with uh, with jewelry is enough 
but I, I my, I, my thought process is very different. Mm. I wanted to show people how equally each and every abhinay is important for you to portray a role. Your ahari abhinay itself is a vast subject to understand. Mm. Our ancestors or the the uh, you know, scholars haven't just written in the book what is it required for Rama to look like or for a you know uh, Vyasa to look like or a Muni to look like. They haven't only written limited to that. They have written how mm. a male dancer should look like or a female dancer should look like. What is your stage should look like? What a non or what a dancer should not look like also is written. Oh, interesting. Okay, so there is so much to know about, uh, you know, uh, you are presented because you are in the visual art form. Yes. There is a vast story about it, how to do all of this. Because today, we ask me, have I seen Rama? No. Have I seen uh, Ramana? No. All that we have taken it from our, you know, epics and we have understood, okay, this is how they're given. This is how mm-hmm. he was looked. This is how he is supposed to look like. This is how his character mm-hmm. was. Krishna is supposed mm-hmm. to be Neela Megashama. So it was mm-hmm. more of we have understood, studied. Of course, there are a lot of people who have done some kind of a documentaries to relate to it. Correct? Mm-hmm. So while that was happening, my interest began there saying why people are in the, uh, you know, assumption saying it's only wearing jewelry and portraying something or wearing some kind of a costume and portraying something, convincing people. No, I could not take that fact. I mm-hmm. said to myself, Shaker, you need to be a, a kind of, a, you know, a uh, person where people can look up and say, you know, this is what is supposed to be actually being followed. This is mm. how you're supposed to be for so-and-so. And uh, mm. that kind of moved me to the level every time, one level up, one level up to challenge my own self. And mm. uh, when somebody gives me a, you know, character, for example, they say, you know, she could be portraying a role of, a, let's say, Ravana. Uh, I start sketching it out. You know, I like, I mean, my imagination goes, okay. How Ravana could have been? What could have been his, you know, a way of speaking, his dialogue? What is his characteristics basically? I used to start, you know, sketching his outfit and what, uh, you know, attributes that he had carried and all. And then mm. I used to convince or show to my director and say, "This is what I mean, you know, trying to do. Are you okay with it? Uh, this cost is going to cost it. Sometimes I do cost-effective work." So mm. after everybody's approval and after you know people are able to guide me and say, "Yeah, this is a thing that you can do it." I start uh, working on that uh, independently. I do not have any theme as such to work for me. I do mm-hmm. shopping. I do kind of purchasing clothes. I get it designed, get it stitched mm-hmm. by a tailor, put all those things in place. Then I work. I'm, I like doing a lot of craft work, painting, mm-hmm. sketching, you know, and all of that. So I, I use all my, uh, you know, interests in, in that. And I bring out these characters uh, alive on stage. Uh, but uh, uh, recently, I've been, uh, you know, doing a lot of uh, characters, uh, especially for uh, me to show the world that one single person uh, mm. can portray. Uh, it can be mythological. It can be, uh, you know, modern uh, characters easily. So I work on my own makeup. I do my own uh, designs of jewelry, costume. I mm. purchase. Some I get hired. Uh, basically, I sit and put everything together in one box. And I mm. live that character for that uh, particular, uh, you know, moment uh, to show people. Like I told, this is basically to do a world record uh, mm. and show to the Western world and uh, our own, uh, you know, generation that a single man can portray both male-oriented and female-oriented characters, and it's not difficult. Do not shy away from it, and it's very essential for you to do this if you have to really make 
the common man also to like and understand and value our art form so that's how uh, vivekananda raghavendra sai baba uh, now i've done uh, navadurgas uh, i did for deepavali uh, you know recently i did navadurgas so i as a male uh, i wanted to challenge myself and see how if i portray a female character will that be uh, you know really convincible i took a lot of risk uh, on myself though i have never done in the past of a female character mm. i independently worked um, and then uh, i did a photo shoot and i then uh, released it uh, social media i think it had an amazing response the media was very very supportive they came back and they covered and uh, they kind of uh, took to the next level and people could understand yes you know this is something very divine and it not mm. only limit uh, only to the uh, you know celebrities uh, who can do this it is even a layman as a simple artist from our own culture can bring such kind of value to the modern society is what i could uh, feel so i mm. should thank the media who has always been supportive to me uh, mm. be my uh, you know uh, reviewers or probably people in the social media or people in the uh, mass media they've always been a helping hand Uh, mm. and all that uh, they all, they come forward they take up and they show up uh, at the respective time uh, but photographers uh, for being a biggest support for me they do it all mm. voluntarily to support my cause and mm. without any expectations and uh, it's a big thank you and i think it's a thankless uh, uh, you know kind of uh, i cannot thank enough i need to just <laughs> go beyond thanking people and uh, you know because they are my my biggest uh, lifeline to what i am today okay now now you have been in this field for more than 3 decades what do you think should definitely change in this field or that you know you think that yeah this badly needs to be addressed somehow as a system or as an individual what do you that one thing if you want to change mm ah it's a very uh, uh i need to be politically right here <laughs> but i am politically right because i need to really show the mirror to the in a world uh, because i think people like us and people who are uh, who get the opportunity to talk out should lend uh, their voice out because if it's for a good reason why not right we might get certain you know people think oh why did you talk like that why did you say, share that information but if it's for a good cause i think uh, i don't want to shy away and i don't want to be afraid Uh, of course this field uh, like any other field has its own uh, pros and cons fitnag and it is uh, not only limited to uh, political uh, influences or it can be politics in the business because it is there everywhere right even corporate has its politics playing yes. around and lot of things happens here as well this, this field is no different than anybody mm-hmm. uh, but yes having all said uh, we as an individual need to be correct in our principles be very strict and determined on what you do i think nobody can shake you one thing mm. point number 2 is that uh, believe in yourself uh, you will definitely get a lot of hurdles uh, in this uh, field because it is not uh, still like doctor engineer profession it's still an upcoming uh, still trying to make its space in the you know in the market uh, so there is a lot of struggle you need to put across if you want to be happy in the longer run happiness is i would talk about being not monetarily but of course there are, as a person as an individual you'll be the most happiest because you have done what you like the most and you're not anybody's uh, you know slave you are your own boss that mm. is the feel that you get here third thing if you have to change 
there's nothing that you have to change you need to first change yourself uh, do not corrupt anybody don't get corrupted and uh, talk your uh, you know walk please ensure people uh, give their uh, due respect uh, when i say this uh, do not body shame anybody do not give them you know uh, kind of treatments you know they come from different castes they come from different region or they are you know from a very poor family and they can't afford no if that as a teacher or a guru as an artist yourself follow i think people will follow that mm. right if you start discriminating people by their color and by their appearances and all i think people will do it one or the other day to you and that will prevail throughout so right. you need to be very very uh, strong in that uh, while casting your productions ensure your artists are suitable and uh, they fit in the role based on the talent and not based on the monetary and their appearances while appearance might be important for you to play but still that should not supersede your talent mm. so that is what i would say and uh, largest worry is that uh, artists has to be together receive mm. each other appreciate each other's work uh, in different fields or probably in the same field uh, come together as a community because as we stand as a community together we can face the world Uh, yeah. If you stand independent and trying to be individuals, it's very easy for the team to break. Anybody yeah. can intervene and they can break the relationship. So one has to be very, very uh, strong as a team, as a community. Stand for your rights. Stand for your, uh, you know, needs. I think there's nothing like it. And yeah. a very big message that I would want to pass on is that uh, teacher-student relationship is so uh, divine. Like how uh, mother and the, you know, son. or a, a mm. kids in a relationship with is and similarly uh, even your rasikas and you are equally as a bond of you know mother and a child you have to be you know respecting each other you have to give your space to each other you need to appreciate uphold each other's values it's a cycle right See, as a, when we are baby yeah. the mother held you and you know they grew up and as they grow old you need to start holding them and bringing them Uh, them up right like with the teacher student relationship as well as you grow uh, you know uh, in the field the teacher also will be growing uh, you know as age they also go down but not by yes. their talent and by their experience right so you need to appreciate each other's space and give them okay my child is growing up doesn't mean that i am you know intimidated i am mm-hmm. also grown when the child is growing equally right yes. and the student also should equally feel that oh my god i have to give all the respects on this earth to my teacher who has given me that livelihood what i'm doing today irrespective of wherever i go i might be a ceo of a company today but he should not forget his path where he grew up and where he you know he start to hold his pen right mm. so that is something i uh, want this world to know and uh, nobody is a competition to each other everybody god has given this earth is a huge planet and god has given everybody their space to survive so let's yes. live together and uh, live and let live is what i would want to say thank you so much vetna you know it was very interesting uh, uh, shekhar to hear your perspectives on different things and uh, especially you have spent considerable time in this field almost three decades uh, to put it that way and not only as a dancer uh, you worked as a dance uh, choreographer costume designer and uh, you know makeup you have you know your own uh, you have explored expertise in each one of the branches uh, of this performing arts and not everyone uh, 
would be you know lucky enough or would be doing what you are doing and i think it's very very special i have one question do you teach dance which dance forms do you teach uh yes i have taken up uh, dance uh, teaching now so i okay. teach uh, primarily bharatanatyam uh, okay. while i am also training kuchipudi by my teacher uh but uh, i am not full fledged teaching kuchipudi because i myself still uh, feel i need to learn a lot but i what i do is people who are very aspiring to learn kuchipudi of course i do some basics and then i move them to the other teacher uh primarily i take bharatanatyam uh, in my studio and i also have music classes uh, conducted by another teacher so mm-hmm. i give a variety of uh, uh you know challenges and uh, knowledge to my students in in the way of music lighting stage at this age itself i don't only teach bharatanatyam as a class as okay. a you know uh, subject i teach different subjects for them to have a wider spectrum of the entire uh, subject interesting um so shekhar last question what's your plans for the future my plan for the future i uh, i mean um, uh, plans are quite big uh but uh, okay. like i said uh, i would want to definitely uh, uphold my culture my uh, art form in the you know in the world map in a very big way mm-hmm. trying to work hard towards that uh making a lot of different uh, you know initiatives creative uh, things to do uh the point is because the new generation has to also accept your uh, you know the form what happens as the, the things get evolved new forms are coming in picture and people think it's very outdated very traditional and mm. this statement of saying oh bharatanatyam ah, bharatanatyam we have seen bharatanatyam mm. there are some people who would have probably uh, misunderstood the subject or they would have portrayed differently for whatever reasons they would have but mm. there are people who are at present should correct it and make this uh, perspective of people who think about it is not the right form i want to change that by uh, you know doing a lot of new researches on my work presenting to mm. this world and uh, making them understand this is one of the the most oldest form of you know art uh, which is evolved in our uh, in the earth mm. and uh, second thing is uh, the new generation has to take up this as a profession there is a livelihood in this as well your living and also make, can be made in this if you are very determined and focused on mm. what you do. uh while all this is there i am uh, also uh, very very uh, fortunate to work with some of the uh, trust you know charitable trust where i mm-hmm. work with ngos to support uh, the cause what they do either by doing fundraising events or i am a part of certain productions where i am also you know uh, do some mm-hmm. fundraising for these communities uh, mm-hmm. i do teach couple of uh, kids uh, uh based on the talent uh, not looking at the financial uh, support i do not take uh, their fees the reason being that i want to really support these kids i give them dance education if i have to say so uh okay. my studio for only reason that uh, they are very very talented they are very uh, passionate so i want mm-hmm. to develop so they can make their livelihood later on if things doesn't work out otherwise so these are some of the future plans i hope i can what's the name of the your school uh, and where is it located yeah uh, i run a school uh, called shaker dance academy okay uh, this is uh, we have two branches one is at uh, near maleshwaram called devaya park the other one is at baseshwarnagar and okay. uh, these two schools i run by myself i teach both the places on different days okay. um, i also have couple of batches uh, where it's only for people of working class 
they okay. cannot make time so they also come and learn we also have certain uh, very passionate uh, mothers uh, who are also interested to learn dance because at their age they could not learn and they were young mm-hmm. so they also learn with their daughters now so we have a special batch for these uh, parents as well and a very very nominal fee i do a charge very very nominal fee just to take care of my uh, you know basic expenses for the classroom and you know other uh, work but uh, we mm-hmm. do not uh, exuberantly charge people and mm-hmm. most of it is i sponsor uh, from my uh, savings uh, okay. just to encourage and motivate uh, the children out here excellent so shaker it was really pleasure talking to you i think we have touched a lot of points uh, and you have given us uh, very interesting perspectives information and also uh, you know uh, how the future generation should be looking at uh, the teacher and the student respect and you have touched a lot of points and thank you for coming to indian entrepreneur and i am sure that uh, many of our uh, listeners will definitely have some takeaways from this show and uh, thank you so much again oh shwetna thank you uh, i think you uh, really rekindled my uh, entire journey and i'm very very fortunate to be a part of this beautiful platform that you have created called indian entrepreneur it is one of its kind i must say because uh, not everybody touches uh you know these artists you know especially from india more into you know people are into this uh, pop and you know pop artists or, yes. or you know celebrities they they reach out i think touching upon these uh, art forms and uh, people from that background is very essential today because uh socially uh, the media is very strong things are changing but mm. there has some uh, you know flag holder like you who are trying to reach us out to the bigger world and mm. thanks for the uh, you know uh, initiation and uh, mm. thanks for bringing us to this platform i am really touched and honored to be a part of this uh, program exactly. and uh, uh, it's my uh, sincere uh, pranams to my gurus uh, prabhavati shastri and guru shrimati suparna venkatesh and my guru dr sanjay shantaram for enriching my knowledge uh, throughout my career uh and they've been uh, still enriching and giving me you know road maps and guidance in all my endeavors i would like to convey my regards and pranams to my gurus and uh, apart from that of course uh, my friends and families uh, parents and all the uh, you know people that whom i encounter day in day out have been somewhere the other you know a learning uh, lessons to me and mm. i thank everybody and the universe for giving me a life that i am living today uh which is with utmost happiness and we are all blessed and uh, and especially for listeners uh, people here who have uh, tuned in to listen to this life of an artist is very very uh, important and thank you for sparing your time uh, i think uh, the purpose of this is met if you listen and share this with you know many more and make artist life more special thank you so much vetnak once again it's thank been you. wonderful a wonderful host <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much shekhar uh, it's a uh, one step uh, you know uh, uh, supporting this artist community i think india badly needs uh, yeah. as we are looking in so many directions uh, these are the i call them the cultural keepers uh, i think you artists keep our culture and make it great and look uh, what is india as india i mean thank you for that thank you for your time and i wish you all the very best uh, in this new year uh, shekhar thank you so much and wish you the same shwetna happy new year to everybody here thank you so i hope you enjoyed 
listening to Shekhar Rajendran and this episode was insightful. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. For more information, log on to our website kalatapasya.com. Also, for instant updates, do follow us on Facebook or Instagram at kalatapasya. We will catch up soon on our next episode where we shall be bringing more interesting stories from performing artists of Indian classical art forms.